Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Good evening, everybody. It's Ben Vanell here, and uh, I'm jumping in at the start of this episode to tell you about a new podcast that Adam Knox and myself are hosting. It's called Aria Talking to Me, and it's a Game of Thrones recap podcast. We're going back from the very start, recapping and reviewing every episode as if it's the first time we've seen it, and then we're doing a spoiler section at the end where we talk about the uh, the episodes in the context of the entire seven seasons. And we're basically going to do it every week until the eighth season airs, and we're going to be recapping and reviewing that. So if you think you'd enjoy uh, Adam Knox and myself riffing about Game of Thrones, jump on over to Aria Talking to Me. It's on Facebook, on Twitter, and it's on iTunes and Stitcher and all of those platforms. And if you already listen, we'd really love it if you would tell your friends about it. Please share it if you like it. Please review it on iTunes. Please give us a little uh, a leg up. And we'd really, really appreciate it. Anyway, on with the video game show. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games, hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasolo, and also we have... Ben Vanell. It's great to be here, Tommy, and our third amigo... It's me, or Adam Knox, the third <laughs> Amiibo. Oh, nice. Let's do a remake of that movie using Amiibos, the three Amiibos. All right, okay. I haven't seen the movie to do any sort of examples of what that would look like, mm. but I know it exists. Chevy Chase is in it during his brief flash of relevance. <laughs> wow, you've started with a slam on Chevy. <laughs> yeah, man. I like Donald Glover now. <laughs> I uh, loved the three Amigos as a kid. Watched it as an adult. Not a lot of uh, jokes land. It's Steve Martin, Martin Short, and, and Chevy Chase. Chase. Three of my favourite comedic actors of all time. Hey. Three amigos, some would say. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you tap them while you play Breath of the Wild, they unlock... Uh, <laughs> what, a sombrero? A singing bush. <laughs> an invisible swordsman. Okay. And Martin Short does a dance. <laughs> Again, I've I've not seen it, so I can't I can't comment. Martin Short is funny. That interviewer character he does. Jiminy Glick. Jiminy Glick. Yeah. I was I, I could only think of the name of that guy from Johnny Galecki. <laughs> <laughs> from the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jiminy Glick is fucking funny. Martin Short is is great in Three Amigos. He's quite young. Like he, it's his first real thing that he's done. I think right. apart from live stuff with Steve Martin. And, in yeah. Steve Martin's book, he talks about writing the jerk and how yeah. they. They were like, we've got to have a joke on every page. Yeah. And you read that now and you're like, wow, what a <laughs> what a leisurely pace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The great man writing a comedy film and you're fucking pushing yourself to have one joke per page. But if they're yeah. all like jokes that need a minute's lead up to each of them, uh, maybe. I, I've never seen the jerk either. Oh, I've only seen it once. Not as not as yeah, not as often as Three Amigos. I think the jerk holds up better. But then the Three Amigos is Tropic Thunder. 
Like, that's what it is. It's three yeah. guys who are actors who right. act as these, you know, cowboy heroes. Yeah. And then they get uh, sent down to Mexico to, like, actually deal with a bandit. Like, that's what the story is. It's, based, it's Tropic Thunder. Right. Yeah. Tropic Thunder, I think, is a fantastic movie, but maybe in 30 years that also won't hold up. I don't know. I think in 10 years since its release, it doesn't hold up that much anymore. I disagree. Well... The Big Short is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder is one of my favourite movies. Yeah. They're doing another yeah. one, right? Are they? I think I saw that they were doing another one. Maybe, I hope uh, so. Another movie, I'm saying. Not Tropic Thunder, just... <laughs> oh, another movie is being they, made. Yeah, no. there's another film in production right uh, now. Hashtag cancel Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, it is the beginning of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Thank you to all the filth who we've seen at our shows yeah. so far. Let's do a quick plug for anyone who hasn't been along yet. My show, Leisure Suit Tommy, uh, is on for another few shows. If you want to get along to that, you guys are in Chimp Cop. Yeah, we're going all the way to the end of the festival, 8.30pm, mm-hmm. Trades Hall. It is a really fun show. Come along and see it. And my show's at 6.30pm, also at Trades Hall. It goes until the 22nd. And I am also having fun with this show. And I think if you uh, come along, then you will probably have fun. <laughs> it- yeah. In many ways, you could say it's good and funny. Attendance greatly appreciated. I would say something similar to that, <laughs> yes. Perhaps shorter. <laughs> but yeah, it's been very fun. Uh, but it has meant that for the last uh, little bit, I haven't had as much time to play. the actually good number of video games that have come yes. out. Yes. H- horrific timing by uh, a lot of uh, publishers. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's almost as if... It's almost as if they don't even know that the Melbourne International Comedy <laughs> Festival exists. <laughs> or that we exist. <laughs> like, we don't mean anything in the greater scheme of things. <laughs> but, yeah, fuck, there's been a lot of good games. I mean, yeah. I recently talked about Yakuza 0 is the one that I was playing and how I was loving it, and it's a big game with lots of stuff to do. And I've had to just put it down and switch yeah. to two new games. Well, I, I'll quickly follow up. I've still been playing a little bit of Kirby and uh, sure. enjoying that a great deal. And uh, I'm up to what I assume is the final boss. And it may be one of the most dramatic spikes in difficulty I've ever seen <laughs> in the game where the, the whole rest of the game is an absolute cakewalk. Right. A very fun and charming one. Like, not, I, that's, I don't even view that as a complaint. Like, sure. I have still enjoyed it. But then you get up to the final boss and it bec- it's basically impossible. Like, wow. it just all of a sudden is this, like, boss with, like, multiple waves where it's just shooting shit all over the screen. Fuck. It's brutal. It's it's lit- it's bizarre. You can get up to the final boss with your eyes closed. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like all the other bosses in the game, you can defeat without you you don't have to have any strategy. You can just roll around the screen, throw yeah. punches, not really know what's going on and you'll win. And then all of a sudden now you have to get into this like insane super meat boy level of like deep strategy right. of, like really planning your moves and everything. Fuck. It's bizarre. Kurt, like, so Kirby, uh, what is it called? Star, Star Allies, Allies is a prequel to Cuphead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre the, wow. the, just how dramatically it increases. Fuck. But yeah. But still um, good. Still good, yeah, still fun. Like I, I think it's, it's kind of presented as if it's the final boss, but on the... On the save file screen, it tells me that I'm 36% of the way through. But is that so? There must be like a big something unlocks like a new world unlocks at the right. end or, or whatever. Hidden shit you've missed or something. That's off. Yeah, but yeah. That, surely that doesn't account for 60% worth of the game. Like anyway, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll if I if I ever manage to beat this goddamn freak of a boss, <laughs> I'll, I'll maybe I'll find out. Yeah, um, right. and they also they 
weirdly enough, they did DLC like two weeks after where you have like you, you can have on your team uh, little characters from previous Kirby games. Right. So a bunch of them are now in it, which is which is cool. And yeah. Fun. Weird way to do it to just stagger it two weeks after the game came out. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of weird DLC, um, Monster Hunter World mm. is something that I really want to get back into. Same thing where it's like yeah. I fucking want to play way more of that game. Yep. There was um, a uh, DLC for that that came out recently of another monster called fucking (laughs) something i can't remember his name but anyway you know the um what if monster hunter was set in australia and all the monsters would be called things like this kind of a thing (laughs) nothing wrong with doing a bit about the australian accent come to my show at 6 30 p.m uh but the 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 horizon zero dawn dlc stuff that sort of came out with it Yep. was on the most fucked weird thing where, I think I might have talked about this before, you had to complete a quest that was quite high level to get the little cat and to get your armor to make you look like Aloy. And yeah. that, those those quests are gone now. Yeah, they were timed, yes. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's very strange. It's it's yeah. super weird. Apparently they'll come back, Is uh, but there's been no confirmation of that, but people are like, yeah, they'll definitely come back. Yeah. like but, The thing with Monster Hunter World is that and I guess c- correctly, they assume people are going to put in like 60 hours in the first week totally, and then yeah. 400 hours. Like it's just, it's Absolutely. a game that people sink m- it's, so much time I wish into. I'd have had that time recently to have done that. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's a fucking it's, sick game. Yeah. It's yeah. a weird way of doing things. And it's funny because like, you know, we talk a lot on the show about Nintendo and the weird things that they do. And everyone goes, classic Nintendo being weird. <laughs> yeah. All developers are weird. Yeah. Like every oh. developer does fucking weird stuff with their games. Dude, yeah. no, no good... <laughs> Unique, uh, like exclusive games for about four years uh, for Microsoft. Classic Microsoft being yeah. weird. Like, no, people, yeah. I mean, people do bring that up because it's insane. That's the other <laughs> one I wanted to have time to get to a Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Gonna try out yeah. all the Game Pass stuff uh, probably for next week, maybe the week after. Yep. Come back and talk about Sea of Thieves a month after it came out. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which I people... think is not a bad time to do it. It seems to. Have well, and it had a bit of. A bit of a bit of a uh, bit of a choppy seas at launch. Yes, uh, yeah. with people not being able to get on to the servers and everything. Well, a couple yeah. of people have been playing it who've posted in our Patreon Facebook group, and their vibe just seems to be that it's a little bit boring. It's fun for like four hours apparently, yeah. and then it's just okay. What I have been enjoying on Twitter is uh, I follow Darren Gargett, who is uh, one of the hosts of Kane and Rinse. Yes, and he's an old school rare fanboy. To the point where he had a job, he worked for them for mm. a bit. So he like loves all their games, and he has been absolutely chomping at the bit for Sea of Thieves to come out. And he every day he posts about twenty tweets about how great it is and how much he's loving it. And it it kind of reeks of Stockholm syndrome, yeah. where he's like on there like convincing himself that he's having this great time sailing around in these barren, empty seas, <laughs> not seeing anyone. He's like, yeah, he'll be like very calming day on the ocean today, just actually great. Not seeing anyone. It's like, Darren, just be real with yourself. And if, if, if even you can identify Stockholm Syndrome and somebody else. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've read a lot about it because I'm I'm very interested in it. As you know, yeah. Conceptually, in early days, I was like, this could be the greatest game of all time. It's got BV written all over it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, apparently it's very repetitive. There's no option to have player versus player or not. Mm-hmm. So if you're just like going around, you know, doing your thing, 
people will just come and fuck you up and steal your shit and yeah. and you'll be you know you'll be screwed. Uh, that's not necessary, but like that's sort of like Demon Souls and Dark Souls type thing where you didn't really have a choice with that either, right? Like, other than unplugging your fucking console, sure. Which I'm assuming this doesn't let you do because you probably need to be online to to even play it. Yeah, so. yeah. The water yeah. looks very nice, and I don't know. I'm, I'm interested <laughs> to play it. I, it's, a, it's just such a yeah. weird choice. Ray's strength was always their, their stories and their writing and their characters and their and world level design. And yeah, the yeah. amount of content in their games. Yeah, as well. yeah. And yeah. this is is just such a crazy. But Rare doesn't exist anymore in the way that it did. Sure, yeah. yeah. Like Rare hasn't been around for ten years. Yeah, basically. So uh, we'll we'll get to that at some time. That's actually one little bit of news that I saw in the last week or so because there's not been heaps happening it's been sort of some games coming out and not yeah. much news yeah i guess there won't be heaps in, in in the sort of this seems crazy to say this early but the ramp up to e3 totally mm. uh, yeah but which by the way big uh, our, our friend friend of the show slippery bill trinan yeah he yes. announced the other day that uh nintendo were going to reveal some of their e3 plans in the next month? Yeah, something like I that. I think he yeah. said, yeah. yeah. So I guess maybe they're going to give a list of what they're showing or something, but yeah. that's 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 cool. That's interesting. Sure. Yes. And they've I don't think we've mentioned no, we, we wouldn't have mentioned this. They have announced that they're going to have a what is it? Like some kind of esports tournament thing for Splatoon and for the new Smash Brothers. Yeah. So presumably that'll be a heap of that being shown off huh. at, at E3. That's yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. I, I wonder if it, like, it's seeming more and more likely to me that it is a new Smash Brothers too. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think I'm assuming that at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the news I was going to say is that No Man's Sky is coming to the Xbox. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And with another update, I think. I saw. Right. So it'll be, Great yeah. for a whole new kind of, you know, realm of players to be able to send death threats to the creator of that game. <laughs> now it, yeah. now now there's no barrier to oh, being yeah. able to tell this well, guy to kill himself. If, you've, if yeah. you've owned an Xbox One for the last few years, I'm pretty sure you're used to very barren, empty <laughs> release lineups at least. So the am world... I playing No Man's Sky or am I scrolling through the eShop? <laughs> um, so yes, a couple of uh, yeah, a couple of big releases in the last couple of weeks. Do you want to start, Ben? Because I think you're the only one of us that's played this. Yes. Uh, sex with a human being. <laughs> uh, no, Nino Kuni to Rev- Revenant, Revenant Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. So this, yeah, is the sequel to Nino. What Kuni. is a Revenant? Can I just ask that very quickly? Because I hear the word <laughs> Revenant very often in video games and stuff as well. One of the Doom Two enemies was a Revenant. Oh wow. What right. is a Revenant? Great film. Yeah. The Revenant. Yeah. yeah. But what's a Revenant? No, well, that, well, if that film is the Revenant, he, you know, he's, he's the a Revenant. Revenant. So it must be. Leonardo DiCaprio being left for dead in a shallow grave, and then spiking <laughs> the camera at the end, <laughs> looking into your soul. Is the rev? It, it, it must be somebody, a man, a someone who enacts revenge. Oh, Re- revenge! I always took it as reverence. Well, like baby, <laughs> revenant. Hold on, here we um, go. That's my that's my guess. It's a viable, a vis- oh, viable, visible ghost or animated corpse that is believed to have revived from death to haunt the living. So, a vengeful zombie. Right. Right. Okay, so... That does not apply to this game at all. (laughs) (laughs) In any way. (laughs) A person who has returned, especially supposedly from the dead. I guess it it, it applies in that it's someone who got kicked out and is trying to come back. But it would need to be the kingdom that died and came back. The entire kingdom, yeah. It's kind of that. It's kind of that. It is kind of that. I can see how that makes sense. In a more uh, abstract way. Yeah. But anyway, so this it's a sequel to, to the game, the previous Nino game. Nino Kuni 1. Yes. Um, Regular Kingdom. <laughs> well, that was called Wrath of the White Witch. So there has this weird theme of like very dark 
subtitles that don't seem to apply to the game at all. Um, The first one was like... The critics have spoken. (laughs) (laughs) The titles suck. (laughs) This is like comedy festival reviews where they focus on the fucking air conditioner in the room (laughs) they're in. Uh, The title doesn't really apply to (laughs) anything that happens in the game. Speaking of comedy festival reviews, I just want to say this very quickly, that... (laughs) Name, names of titles and them coming up in reviews as well. I'm yes. very scared of our show being called The Death of Chimp Cop because <laughs> any title where yep. you can just write down the title and then the word couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Adam or, Knox is uh, like, I thought about calling my show This Show Sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tommy Daslow is shit at comedy. <laughs> Do your worst, critics. <laughs> but what, what does Nino Cooney mean also? That I don't know. Okay. I believe it's Japanese. What? Yeah. So, the, yeah, the the first game was produced in tandem with Studio Ghibli, mm-hmm. just full on like fantastic art style. Heaps of animated cutscenes and stuff, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think so. Mo- a lot of like in engine cutscenes as well. Yeah, okay. And the engine, like the actual game graphics, looked amazing. But yeah, I, that was one I always wanted to go in on and just never quite got the time to. But it always looked really great and fantastic, and just yeah, such a such a wonderful art style. Totally, v- very charming. The gameplay is totally different from that one to this one. The first right. one was. Mm. Pokemon style, yep. collect familiars and have turn-based battles. Right. Um, so this this one, Ghibli aren't involved? No. Right. No, but it looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, it looks better. Like, it looks beautiful. Thanks for your art style, cunts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, yeah, so this one is uh, same world, but like, you know, 100 years later or something. So mm-hmm. it's only, it's tangentially connected. Yeah. Um, but the basic game is... Well, it starts this with this weird prologue where it's in like modern day Japan, it looks like, mm-hmm. and you're the president or you're watching the president and he's in Fucking a motorcade. anybody can be president these days. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a nuke blows up the city. Huh. So That's and, weird. And then you, he like, he's like lying on the ground and he's like, what's going on? And then he like... <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> he like, you know, disapparates. And appears, wakes up in like this, you know, fantasy world. Right. He's like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> and he's he's woken up in a fantasy world in the middle of a coup. Right. And so this little kid with weird ears is like about to be made king. But then the the evil rat <laughs> advisor... Hell yes. Has, ...has done a coup. He's taken over. Mm-hmm. And the little kid, Evan... Great name. Mm-hmm. Uh, has to basically great, great Japanese name. Oh, totally. Uh-huh. Uh, he has to like escape the uh, the castle with the help of this guy who's just appeared out of nowhere. Right. And so that's like the start. It's very. It's a classic. I love that kind of stuff. The the yeah. I talk about it all the time. But like the like Link's Awakening, where you just like wakes up on a beach. Yeah. On this island, where the fuck am I? Like that kind of stuff. I I love like. Yeah, totally. And so and you do start the game. It seems. From the perspective of this president guy who's woken up here and he's, he looks in the mirror, he's younger, like he's like, what is going on here? And you don't really have time to think about it because you have to, yeah, help this kid mm. escape the castle. Once in a lifetime by talking head starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, the combat is just like real time. It's, it's right. closer to something like Breath of the Wild. Right. But the, yeah, I think I mentioned in, in our chat, this feels like Persona mixed with Breath of the Wild. Right. So it's this kind of over-the-top JRPG story um, with, yeah, just like real-time combat, very simple. Um, you got like little moves you can activate, you know, by holding down a trigger and, and you know, square, triangle, circle, whatever. Yep. So like, you know, magic attacks or special attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then yeah, you kind of get out of the castle, you're up, out in the world, and you, the little kid becomes the focus. He's the actual main character, right? And he's like, "Well, I want to take back the kingdom, and I want to make everyone happy again." That's literally his goal. Mm-hmm. He wants to make the kingdom happy. So you, I lost track. You're describing Chimp Cop to us, yeah? <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. The death of this uh, description <laughs> was very apt. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a real classic sort of bash and smash RPG, mm-hmm. like open world style thing. Open world in that it's like a big overworld map that you right. walk around. So once you walk around the world, it's more like a one of the Final Fantasy games where everything's not to scale. You're a big guy. You're walking around and you can see monsters around. And when you go near those monsters, it goes into like a little battle mode. Right. Yeah. So pretty traditional kind of thing. Like Pretty traditional, yeah. Right. Um, and so far, the reason that I'm really into it is the art style, the music is right. fucking fantastic. Right. And it's really just <clears throat> charming and cute and simple. Would you... Uh so, for someone who's never played either of them, sure. Where would you recommend starting off? I know, I know that's hard because they sound like pretty different games. But yeah. jump in on this one, or is it actually worth just starting on the first one? Jump in on this one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. It, the visuals are better because you know the the technology behind it is better. Yep. It's the 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 um, real time gameplay is better. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's pretty easy. I'll say it's it's quite easy. Yep. But. Because what I'm enjoying about it is moving through the world, the very simple, silly story. Yeah. Really reminds me of Final Fantasy VII in right. a way. Yeah. Just in the way you like dropped into this action sequence. And you Got- like that game, don't you? I think <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you dropped in sort of in media res, learn all the combat, mm-hmm. world opens up and you start finding the, you know, the, the greater depths to the game. Great. And is it just the sort of thing of like if you've played the first one, you're like, oh, I know what this place is. No. Right. No, really no connection to the first one at all. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as you're concerned, it's a bit more knee, yes, Cooney. The death of Chimpop, you say. (laughs) (laughs) Nino Cunny is my favourite. Anyway. Wow. (laughs) Nino Likey. Character comedian. (laughs) How did any of those... How did you manage to do one that was worse than mine? That was incredible. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that sounds really great. That's... It's... it's, Yeah, I haven't... uh, I I deliberate... I've had to stop myself from going in on it. Uh, at the expense of a game that we'll talk about in a second, yeah, uh, because it, it just it just feels like with limited time, even even having one big game on the go is too much. But yeah. I definitely am. Once once the festival is done, I'm very much looking forward to it. And especially now, it's like we're about to head into the colder months, which I yeah. am a big fan of. Uh, you know, just bunkering down and letting that a game PlayStation on for a Four of heat up. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, hear the fan just going at a billion miles an hour. Yeah. Um, so I've, I'm only quite uh, early into this game as well. I should say, like, mm-hmm. there are mechanics that open up as it progresses. Apparently, there's more. There's like a kingdom building sort of oh, right, okay. mechanic to it, where you're like going around to different people, getting them on your side, and then I think using that to like literally do some city building stuff, right? And and, and kingdom management stuff. There's also quite early on a sequence where it's like some trials that are like puzzles. Like they're actually puzzle sort of sequences where it's like, and there were similar ones in Persona Five where it's like you have to move around these squares and only go on these squares once and then oh, activate right. yeah, these yeah, yeah. levers and stuff. So and it's a lot of memory, you know, based stuff. So so far, like it's it's all been pretty simplistic and, and easy, but there's been a lot of variety and apparently it gets even more varied as it goes on. So. Okay. 
I'm looking forward to, yeah, getting more into this game, but I have stopped playing this game to uh, get into... Well, I have to say just very quickly about this one, having not played either of them, just seeing screenshots in some video, the art style doesn't appeal to me for some reason. You probably won't like the game then. <laughs> yeah. I, the art style really is emblematic of the game. It's kind of childlike and simple. Yeah. I, I personally love the style and the Ghibli, you know, films as well. I think that's... I like the f- films. I've never massively been into the art style that they have. Just right. Be, uh, there's something... Uh, I couldn't like verbalize what it is. There's just something about it that that is um, too. Uh, Stop trying to sound cool by saying that you hate anime, dude. <laughs> You've got the fedora on. We can yeah. see that in the room. But it's not even that the like it's not anime. It's this specific type of thing. It is. It's okay. very cutesy yeah. and whimsical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the colors as well. I think that's what it is. It's right. the sort of watercolor looking thing. See, I it, love that it shit. It looks man. a little washed, washed out, to, and just like I can't. It's not f- tangible enough. Right. Does See, that I find make sense? It, yeah, yeah, totally. I find it relaxing for that reason, yeah. I think. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that I would be in the minority with this because people love that studio and that art style. Yeah. There's just something about it that's always been a little too... I think it's the fact that it looks very handcrafted or something. There's something that uh, right. about that that makes it... You're more of a Neon Genesis Evangelion <laughs> man, fan, aren't you? I want them thick Dragon Ball characters. <laughs> I want to see muscles. You're, you're in the very difficult position of having to argue against like very bright, charming, <laughs> yeah. colourful palette. I, yeah. d- I do... like You know, well, you can't control bright. what you like or don't like. I do not envy you being in the position <laughs> yeah, of having to totally. it's argue not even against that it's, it. That it's yeah. the bright aspect of it it's that it's i hate the disney of japan like, <laughs> that's not it's the patches of it that are brown and yellow and and like, see i love that yeah. i love it yeah i'm with ben oh yeah. and i can i totally get it's just a very personally not appealing thing yeah, yeah. I, I, and i do yeah i do genuinely think if you don't like if you don't find the art style appealing i think that really does represent the tone of the game mm. as a whole. Yeah, the so. same thing about Persona 5, I would say, where sure, I fucking yeah. love the art style of that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's true of... It's true of most games to a certain extent, but there's been things that I've kind of been pushed to, to go in on that I haven't really liked the art style of from the outside. Right. Started playing it because I've heard enough good stuff about it and still been like, I, I okay, this is great. I love playing this. I just wish it looked different to yeah. what it does. Right. But then there's some things where it's just like I don't, I don't care how good it is. I just think that looks like shit, and I don't, right. totally. I don't want to look at that for hours on end. I kind yeah. of think Gears of War looks like shit, but I like all those games. Yeah, 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 yeah. right, totally. I think yeah. There's <coughs> again, like in terms of your tastes, Knox, it it feels a lot like Breath of the Wild in terms of the character design and also the the voice acting and stuff. Yeah, there's more of it. I think it goes for it a little bit more than Breath of the Wild did. Yeah. But I could see how you would d- dislike it. In there's, the same there's just something slightly off about it from Breath of the Wild yeah. where I, 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 I but I, I want to give it a try still. Yeah. So. yeah. It's such a weird thing though, isn't it? Where like, uh, yeah, it's, it's so hard to put into like, yeah, it, like art styles and, you know, I read like comics and cartoon shows and stuff like that where something that visually appeals to you and then something that doesn't and to someone else it's like, they go. They they look the same. Like what? Right. What is it? And it's like you can't put into words. And it's I don't know. It's some, it it can be the most isolating feeling in the world to just be like I can't articulate to someone <laughs> what I'm not seeing. And then you know if you find someone who has that same taste as you, 
it's it's like the most amazing feeling in the world <laughs> yeah. to just be like, yes, you get it. Like we're we're both seeing the same thing or or not seeing the same thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I know a friend of the show, Angus Truscott, is a very aesthetic person, right? Uh, to the point where he will not play a game because of the fonts that it uses. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> like, I, I, it certainly makes a big difference for me. Totally. Like, I, I love the fonts in Breath of the Wild. Mm. And Mario Odyssey, a game that I didn't fully connect with, I still love the presentation. Yeah, totally. It has a yeah. huge impact for well, me. Well, his big yeah. one was Celeste. And I, I kind of agree with this, but it didn't really bother me too much. But like having a retro uh, uh, style game that then still has like an overworld map that's like a 3D model. And right. when the characters talk, there's like a little kind of like illustrated like watercolour painting of them. So the text is all kind of modern presentation, but then right. the actual gameplay is retro. Right. But then you have something like Owlboy that's just like all in. It's yes. all in on the aesthetic. And I kind of agree with him in that sense. Like I do think like... Yeah, it's it's so much more satisfying when something is just 100% all it's, in. It's yeah. so strange how when there's one little thing wrong, yeah. it can bother you more than there being 10 things wrong. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. you just go, okay, well, this is I just have to push past all of this, whereas one thing is like, God, just fucking <laughs> yeah. do it right. It's so close to being perfect for me. Yeah, I, I do think <coughs> that Nino Kuni 2's aesthetic is 100% cohesive like the music is fantastic mm. i really really like the music i often turn you know the sound down on games to do a million things at the same time but this surely surely two <laughs> <laughs> what other things are you doing while you're playing a game given that both your hands are taken up what 999,000 things are you capable of doing with just your sense of hearing Oh, well, no, it's more than that. Sometimes I'll play a game, listen to a podcast and watch a sporting match at the same time. <laughs> so that's that's what? three. <laughs> How and effectively right. I'll be, are you... I'll be thinking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a butt plug in, so I'm being <laughs> that's stimulated. It. That's it. I'm, I'm eating lunch. <laughs> And the how? <laughs> well, no, he's presumably he's just got a bowl on the table, so he's got the control and he's just like sitting forward and just eating straight well, out of the it, bowl. What it is is one long piece of spaghetti, like one really long <laughs> piece so of spaghetti. So it's dangling from the roof and you're just like <laughs> yes. through a pulley system. That's it. Um, but, but yeah, good yeah. game. Cool. So could, could get better as it goes on. Now let's move away from these childish cartoons <laughs> and talk about something that real cool adults like, which is dumb fucking looking guns yes. and the same art style that every Ubisoft game has, essentially. Yeah. But this game looks sick. Now, I have not had time to play Far Cry 5, which is probably the big release of the last week or so. Yes. You guys both have played it. Yeah. I have put maybe uh, probably two to three hours in at this point. Which means that by any normal player's standards, I think I'm about eight minutes into the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I am. So I've never played. Uh, yeah, I've never played one of the Far Cry games. You played a bit of Primal. I, sorry, I played a bit of Primal, yes. but that almost feels like it kind of doesn't. It's kind of. Yeah. I forget yeah. that it exists. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, it's set in a place called Hope County. Yeah, Montana. That has been taken over by a religious cult, and so the the intro of it is. I think fantastic. Yeah, I really like it. Really now, well done. I haven't played the game yet, and I'm assuming a lot of people have, and it sounds like it's a bit of a surprise and whatever. Can we skip any sort Is of it? spoiler things for things? I haven't we heard can, of it we yet. Can, we can skip maybe the specifics of the intro, because well, uh, the Your generalities are like you get dropped into this situation to try and fix it, and everything goes fucked. Okay. Yeah. 
So you're a yeah, you're a you're a cop yep. who's stranded in here and you've basically got to go around and liberate uh these people that have been basically essentially held hostage or coerced into so yep. this cult is kind of going around and like basically going, you have to join us or we'll fucking torture you or whatever they're doing. Totally. And for Knox's context, it's it's very similar to three and four in the that overall structure. Yep. Three was Vas had, you know, a militant, you know, group of people on an island and they were just in control of everything. Yep. And four, it was literally a dictator of a small uh, Himalayan, you know, yep. country. And it was rebels struggling against his... Um, Basically, standing army and Far Cry Five basically has the same structure. It's, yeah, it's there's a an oppressive force in a s- small or actually fucking huge. Yeah, but you know restricted area, mm-hmm. and it's your do- job to free the uh, the civilians and take down the big bad guy. Yeah, yeah, and so they now. We- that has ruined the game for me. You've spoiled <laughs> it too much. All right. Okay. I didn't know I'd be having to fight bad guys in this game. <laughs> so the the kind of like slow walk introduction segment of the game is, I think, done really, really well. Uh, like yes. one of the most effective and still entertaining. Because, yeah, we, we talk about this on the show a lot, but like the worst kind of it is just like you being forced to like chug through this very – exposition heavy kind of boring section of the game when you just want to get into it yeah this this does prohibit you but it doesn't go for a super long time and while you're doing that it is it, it is without giving anything away really entertaining and really it's well directed atmospheric yeah. and yeah it's just it's yeah. great like yeah. it's it doesn't feel like a chore or a burden you're not going yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like you you're really into it totally it sort of sounds like the start of maybe like half-life or call of duty 4 or something where it's like yep a sequence that you're looking around in but it's a cool sequence call yeah, of duty totally. 4 is a is a great uh comparison right yeah yeah um so yeah i now I like I don't really play it really the only first person shooter I've played in a very very long time is Doom yep. the reboot reboot of Doom and so yeah I've I've been struggling with this a lot j- mainly because you know being used to playing Doom where you it's just very bombastic and the range of your weapons it, like the enemies are all really big and it's just basically about you just blasting away and you you don't really need to have that much precision in doom totally whereas immediately in this it's like you you do need to have a lot you need to have a lot of precision and that really was throwing me off to begin with i was not able to land shots right very simple goals in doom as well yeah clear out this area of these enemies and far cry 5 if it's anything like the others which it does appear to be yep uh is very kitchen sinky with its approach to what you will be doing. Just like yeah. every single possible shooter thing that there's been for the last decade plus. Yeah. So this, there's a bit in the in the introduction, the last bit of the introduction for anyone who's played it, uh, that took me maybe twelve to fifteen goes. Right, right. <laughs> to, right. just dying constantly. I was like, "What am I doing wrong?" <laughs> I think I know the bit you mean, and it was it's. It's weirdly timed. Yes, yes. Yeah, that is weird. That's not just you. Okay. I, I, I was getting the same warnings, but I was like, what What am I doing wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so then got into the actual guts of the game, and I'm still – I'm getting better, but it, it, it's, it's a b- pretty steep learning curve for me coming from having not played any of these games. Oh, sure. These styles of games. And I have to say, like, the, I'm so not a fan of pushing the stick in order to run. Right. Maybe it's something about the size of my hands or whatever, but it just feels 
so unnatural to me. Oh. I, I way prefer holding a button to run. Right. Yeah, right. See, everything about the gameplay of this is completely second nature to me. Right. It's Same. Yeah. Uh, I've hated that in every game that has it, the pushing. It just feels like, I don't right. know, I feel like I'm kind of jamming my thumb in this really unnatural, I don't know, yeah. But you right. just tap it in once to sprint, right? Is yeah. It th- yeah. Yeah. Are you holding it in? I'm holding it in. You don't need to do that. Really? Yeah. yeah. My God. <laughs> this is going to change everything. Why do I do this podcast? <laughs> I hated how when you wash your hands, you have to keep the tap held, wash one hand at a time slowly. And then <laughs> well, that, you just saying this is wildly off topic, but uh, my, my ex-housemate, Tom Ballard, we'd lived in the house for about eight months and him and I both, our rooms were next to each other and our windows looked onto the street. And he said to me one day, hey, did you know you, you can you can see in our windows from on the street? I'm like, yeah, they're, they're windows. <laughs> it's like, right. I only just realised. I'm like, what do you mean you only just, what? What did you think all those times you were seeing the street? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. no, it's probably a mirror on the other yeah. side. No need to go out and check. That's a fucking weird painting anyway. <laughs> Uh, anyway, congratulations on all your success, Ballard. And, another, and then that was followed up in uh, in the same week. He then said, how long did it take you to realise that the hot tap and the cold tap in the bathroom are like the other way around? And I'm like, I think the first time I turned the cold <laughs> one on and it was hot. And he yeah. goes, I just realised that. And I said, we've been living here for like six months. And he just pauses and then looks at me and goes... I think living with you is actively making me dumber. <laughs> like, yeah, was, oh, yeah, it's my fault that you can't feel fucking sensations on your skin. <laughs> anyway. Um, just uh, tap that stick in in the future. Okay, yeah. great. Well, this has changed just everything. Just stick that tap in. But it's one of those things where, yeah, we are, like that's fucking years and years of, of taking that for granted. But yeah. yeah. It is, it's, it's the Call of Duty games. It's Far Cry. Yeah. It's... It's Halo. It's all of them. It's yeah. Halo now. Halo didn't used to do that one. Right. The, you didn't used to sprint them. But yeah, it's a fucking lot of games that have done that and, and it's second nature now. But I can see how you... But yeah, just tap it in and you'll sprint right. yeah. until you stop moving. Yeah. So the, so it looks it looks amazing. It's the setting is great. Yeah. The the Yeah, the environment is just like great. Small town, bit of, bit of bush here and there. Oh, yeah. Not bush, but you know... Um, forest. Yeah. forest. Alpine, Alpine forest. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you, when you liberate people, you get the option of like kind of employing them yeah. to like work with you. Yes, uh, I saved a dog. Oh um, yeah, that is a fantastic uh, bit of the game. Let's not yeah go into specifics, but that section or that you know that set piece, mm. it's fucking great. Really well done. Yeah, you know what? I was talking to someone about this last night, and I think maybe I've liberated a different dog, or I've missed the set piece. Yeah, or, right. I, I don't know. Right. We can talk about it off air. Maybe I'm in a different bit. Maybe but yeah. when you uh, when you liberate a dog, <laughs> you just he enjoys play, a nice bit of piano. Play piano too, yeah, I play piano right. for my dog sometimes off of my phone. Yeah, because she oh. fucking loves it. Yeah, nice. Do, like specifically on YouTube, you get like piano for dogs. <laughs> That's great. There's just noises for dogs you can get, and like they, I don't know why it is that dogs have this universal thing about. I mean, I guess we do too. With what music, an image! Knox <laughs> squatting down, holding out squat. the phone, <laughs> yes, a YouTube you piano I'm clip. I'm sitting on the 
couch with her. I, and you're like, oh, she's a bit tired. But if people are around, she won't go to sleep because she's too excited. Right. But if you play something sleepy for her, she will. Wait, I so have, this I, is why you haven't had time to play Far Cry? You're sitting there <laughs> spending all your time showing piano videos to your fucking trying, dog? Trying to make dogs sleep. <laughs> I thought you Instead meant... Instead of playing sleeping dogs up oh, and sleeping Hell yeah. Dogs nice. sleeping. Nice. I thought you meant literally playing the piano to the dog, which is much nicer. I do do that sometimes mind. as well. Mm. But there's specific dog ones that I've not bothered to learn. That, yeah, right. That, uh, uh, made for do- and then is like, it uh, a lot of Beethoven? No, oh shit! Should I just hit stop record? Is that <laughs> yeah, we're done. Right? And hit delete as well while you're at it. Um, yeah. So anyway, I liberated a airbug guitar. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I got a little. Yeah. So you can have a little dog as your um, as as, as a, one of your helper. little mates. Yes. Yeah. So he'll go and attack people. Uh, when you're in shootouts with them. Similar to Fallout 4. Yeah, so I've seen a couple of bits and pieces about this particular mechanic Yeah, that the companions that you get are a little overzealous with their level of aggression. He, uh, the dog, it, it's funny because I sort of thought in, in some things where you have something like this, it's like, you, so, you know, like in Breath of the Wild, you can get, with an amiibo, you can get Wolf Link from Twilight Princess to right. kind of follow you around. And he will... He will run after people and attack them, but you you still have to do the majority of the work to take them out. He right. just kind of softens them up or distracts them. The dog in this, like, literally kills people for you, like, yeah. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> but so if you're trying to, like, stealth around a camp or whatever... He stealths as well. Oh, okay. It's it's the same as Fallout 4. When you go into stealth mode, the dog would as well. It is it's it is the same in this. Yeah. I never really liked using the companions in Fallout 4 either. There's something about having... a. If if they fuck up once, I'm done with them. Right. The same as in a game or in real life. <laughs> yeah. Somebody wrongs me once, <laughs> then I will wreck their life. That's not true. Well, so I'm a very I, forgiving I, person. I didn't really know how exactly how the mechanic worked. So I had the dog. I I did this little bit in one area, and then I went, okay, I'm going to get in a car and drive to this bit. Yes. So I, I spent a great deal of time going. Okay, I must have. I I have to like get the dog into the car with me. Yeah. And so I was trying to like. I'm like, do I have to like leave the door open and like trying to command him to get in? Yeah. And then I was like, maybe I can get him to – like it was a pickup truck I was in. I'm like, maybe I can get him to get in the tray on the back. And I just couldn't work out how to do it. And I'm like, oh, that's a shame. I guess I just have to leave the dog. So I get in the pickup truck and then I drive and I'm, I'm driving for like maybe five minutes. And then I get spotted by some cult guys who start shooting at me. And I'm kind of trying to outrun them and then I'm just getting hit too much. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I have to get out of the car and go hide in the woods to avoid them and take them out behind behind the car. Yeah. I get out of the car and within three seconds, the dog's just there. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, the dog was able to run down the freeway at about 100 kilometres an hour. <laughs> the dog straps himself under the car like Sideshow Bob. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this fucking rocket dog just <laughs> barreling alongside me. So, yeah, it, it, a great, a very great video game thing where all the rest of it is striving for realism. Yeah. But we will have this dog that is able to travel at the speed of sound <laughs> if he needs to. Yes. Well, let's take it back a little bit because I'm sure people are listening to this <coughs> who haven't played it yet and are maybe, you know, going to judge whether or not they're going to buy it on what we what we think of the game and, and what the game is like. So, mm-hmm. starts off, yeah, with a great cold open. Mm-hmm. You're introduced to... The cult leaders. The mm-hmm. cult leader is called Joseph Seed. He yep. has a brother who's kind of like a motivational speaker. Another brother who's kind of like a big, you know, warrior guy, and a sister. Or it's implied she's not literally related, but she's there called I think Grace, who kind of has faith, a, isn't it? Faith, maybe. Yeah, it's one of some religious name. Yeah, yeah. Who has Jesus? 
<laughs> God, <laughs> Mary Magdalene. <laughs> but and 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 yeah, she. So each of the siblings has their own district of the map, mm-hmm. and and yeah, the main guy is I don't know. He's at the end somewhere. So you meet the main guy in the cold open. He looks into the camera and says, "Live from New York. It's Saturday night." <laughs> <laughs> he says, "I am the Revenant." <laughs> um, yeah. So, and and from there, you're basically thrown into the thick of it. Have yep. to escape. You basically have, you know, a gun and nothing else. Yep. And you run into someone who is. This is very similar to the start of three. Yeah. And four, I think. Yep. Four is a little bit, but three. Yep. It's it is structurally almost identical. I so think I've it's seen worth, that. Worth pointing out as well that even though it's called Far Cry Five. No relation to the other games. You could just jump in on this one. Yeah. Totally. No fine. connection. Totally. Yeah. It, so, yeah, I mean, I've seen that bandied around as a criticism that it's too, it's too similar, which doesn't affect me in any way, shape or form because yeah. I've never played any of the other ones. Yeah. And, you know, I think there's something to be said for... That who cares? Like it's just <laughs> yes. if pe- it's been a while since the last one. People want a new one with a fresh setting. Yeah, there's something to be said for the approach of just not not fucking with the formula. People yes. just want to play another one. That's fine. Like I don't really know why that's a criticism. Like it's, if I mean it's all down to your personal preference. Totally. Yeah. Like, so if you've if you've yeah. had enough of it, well then you already know you're not going to play it. So it doesn't really matter. Like, sure. And from my perspective, uh, as someone who really has liked every game in this this series from mm. the first one. The second one, which was slightly different again, and then three, four, and five, which are basically identical structurally and gameplay wise. Mm. I'm fucking loving it. Yeah, like I cannot stop playing it. Yeah, and and I mean, yeah. I've eaten ten cheeseburgers. They're still good, baby. And I, I'm not like, oh, this is a lot like the fourth cheeseburger. <laughs> but you know what? This fifth cheeseburger, it's actually slightly better than the fourth oh, cheeseburger. They put some onion on it this time. That's right. Maybe it's, not onion. Well, I like onion. It's it's all you know. It's organically sourced this time. Oh. Yeah, it's some wagyu beef, baby. Oh, nice. But yeah, yeah. I, I I really am enjoying it. Like it's it's been you know it's 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 shares a lot of DNA with something like GTA and Absolutely just realizing it does, it's yeah. been a long time since I've played it. Open world thing where you're setting a setting a marker on the map and then heading towards that to go do whatever's there. Like yep. yeah, I'm I'm really into it. Like it. I, yeah. I want to get better at it. Yeah. <laughs> so a change for this one is that the towers are gone. Towers are gone. So um, you're just exploring. Again, Fallout 4 style of walking around and coming across what you come across. Totally. You talk to people who are like, hey, there's this thing down at the at the docks. Check it out. Um, there's also all these, they're called prepper stashes. So doomsday preppers have obviously lived in the area. Not grade prep. Not, <laughs> no. Not young children's stashes. <laughs> Certainly not. Um, <laughs> and they're basically, they're sort of like a very small micro version of either a shrine in Breath of the Wild or... A tomb in the Tomb Raider games. Right. So there's a little, always a little trick to them. One of them's like a burnt out house that's still kind of on fire. And so to get to the stash, you got to, you know, platform around the house, find how, how to get there, kick down some walls. And when you find the stash, it's usually money, which you need to buy weapons and ammunition. And these little like uh, prepper magazines, which are basically experience points. Right. And the way you upgrade your perks and your character is through these points, which you get either, yeah, from just this or from doing story missions. So it takes, and it also takes away crafting 
hunting and that kind of stuff. Oh, they're, they're not in it anymore. They're not in it. Oh, I quite enjoyed them. I did as well. You do a little bit of crafting, don't you? Don't you like make, you can make like Molotov cocktails. Yes, but the, the, the med you, kits? you used to have to collect eight, you know, deer skins to craft a second holster. Mm. Or wallets or, or whatever or, it was. Yeah. To, so like to uh, upgrade the amount of ammo you could carry, you'd had to had to hunt five tigers for some fucking reason or yes. whatever. Yeah. But it was fun to hunt the animals in the wilderness. It was. And you still hunt the animals, but you just sell the skins for money. Right. Right. So there's no like hunting sort of side quest type thing. I don't think so. No, Not that's so a bit far. of a shame. Yeah. But at the same time, whatever. I'm sure. And, and they really have streamlined all the upgrades. Because like... You do unlock a second holster, but you do it through one of these perk points. Right. And so, yeah, you're getting those by doing these little little um, mini puzzles. Sort of Does things. that turn the animal encounters, though, into being just sort of more annoying than... Because if you did get attacked by a fucking honey badger or whatever, yeah. you'd be like, well, at least I can skin this honey badger and then get further towards my whatever I'm making. Yes, it is less... Im- Imperative to the gameplay, it is more just like fuck. There's a bear. I guess I got to kill the bear or run away. It's, yeah. It seems weird to complain about like oh fuck, there's a bear being in a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that little bit being gone sounds again. Having not played it yet, it sounds maybe oh I, I might miss that. I think it makes them more uh, natural. Yeah, like, I, I I don't miss it, and I really did also love the hunting and the crafting okay. in those games. Again, I, having yeah. nothing to compare it to, like a bear attacked me, and I was like fuck. <laughs> Shot the shit out of it and then was like, this is cool. I'm yeah. the Revenant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I I do think it's it's streamlined the stuff that has to be streamlined. It's made the, the gameplay sort of like the, the character upgrades better. Okay. Uh, and it's turned that kind of emergent gameplay stuff back into like just actually cool shit that happens in the game. Okay, for the yeah. sake of fun. Yeah, it, sure. yes, exactly. I don't mind fun. <laughs> I'm I'm loving it, I gotta <laughs> say. But yeah. yeah, like visually, it's fucking incredible. Yeah. There's a lot of country music uh, in terms of like diegetic music. So it's like playing in the house. And then it also seems to like ramp up when stuff is happening. Okay. Like you finish a, a mission and then there's like a fucking sick pump and song playing. Yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's it's done really, really well. The um, I'm finding the driving a little difficult coming in from that first person perspective coming from something right. like getting in a car and expecting it to feel like GTA. Yeah. Like... Steering, but then also being able to look around in the car kind of keeps throwing me off a little bit. But it's still fine. Yeah. The thing of, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but in Far Cry 4, you just push the stick forward to drive, right? No, it is like, it's trigger. It's trigger. It it does have the thing as well, though. I think it's when you're, if there's a gun attached to the car, you can control the gun and the car will automatically drive down the road. I remember the driving always being a little weird in 4. It is a little weird. it's It's a little weird. It would, I, th- I mean, it would be. I would prefer if it was a third-person game, but then it would basically be Red Dead Redemption. Sure. Which I, I keep, hey, that's great. I kind of keep feeling that way too. Like, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's weird in the sense that, to me, yeah, it just it feels weird that it's a first-person shooter because it's yeah. just everything that you're doing kind of feels like this is so suited to being third person. Like, you can customise the clothes your character wears, yeah. how they look, yeah. and you never see it except for when you die. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really weird. I yeah. guess that's for co-op though. Sure, it is. there's lots yep. of multiplayer stuff in this, right? Yes, yes there is. There's a lot of, you can just turn on co-op when you start your single player game and your friends can drop in whenever they want. There's uh, 
fucking a whole other section of the game that I've only dipped my toe in, which is called Far Cry Arcade, mm. which I'm fucking loving. What yeah. I this is the crazy like map editor where you can put in whatever you want. Like totally. they, they announced about a month ago and they ship from assets a, from everything. Yeah, yes. Assassin's yeah. Creed and whatever yeah. is in yeah. there. Yeah. Which is a sick move. Yeah. So look, before I talk about that, I guess I'll talk about the story a little bit because Tell us about the first time you ever made love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll tell you when it happens. I've had a lot of sex, but I never made love. Sick. This is me being fucking like New York 50 Cent but, uh, <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the 40s and he's whatever, Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> yeah. I'm 50 Dangerfield Cent. Uh, take my bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, um, so the story has... Yeah, the story has attracted a lot of criticism I've seen. Really? Yeah. Right. People, so th- I've seen people complain that it's a little watered, more watered down than they would like. What it is. In terms of its commentary on the modern world. What it oh, is. Oh, a very, yeah. a, a great disclaimer when you boot the game up. Like, yeah. hey, you know, there's a, there's, this isn't based on anything real. It's like you get this big warning about yeah. epilepsy and how the <laughs> yeah. flashing screen might trigger you and then you get this big thing that the lawyers have clearly insisted they put in of yeah. like, we're not talking about it anyway. The flashing it's politics might trigger you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what the game is, is quite purposefully apolitical. Right. And I like that about it. Yeah. What, it, what I think its strengths are, uh, apart from the gameplay, which is incredible, best of the, the franchise, so much fun, probably the most enjoyable first-person shooter I've played on a mechanical level, and, you know, the atmosphere is great in terms of, you know, the nature, the scenery, all that stuff's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm also loving the atmosphere that the um, the aesthetic of the cult gives the game. Yeah. It's this hyper-religious but sort of um, non-specific cult that's all about, you know, preaching redemption and hope and yes and... You know, following the father, who's clearly a fucking like you know he's he's what's his name John J- Joe J- John Edwards no Jim Jones Jim Jones uh, yeah yeah he's just you know a very charismatic guy who has a pa- fucking power trip and he's controlling all these people and they they've bought into it. It's interesting, like playing this at the same time as I'm halfway through the Netflix documentary Wild Wild Country, which is about a cult. Yeah, uh, and so. I love, I'm obsessed with cult stuff. Like, I love yeah. it. And it's always interesting, you know, kind of consuming media about cults whilst in the middle of performing in the comedy festival <laughs> where there are many, many parallels. Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And so I'm, this, I think there's a lot of parallels between this game and Bioshock Infinite in they both feature an antagonist who uh, is uh, abusing, you know, the, the tenets of, of a religion to mm-hmm. create a cult of personality. Mm-hmm. And it's this, uh, it's like general religion, general America, just yes. sort of broad strokes thing. Totally, right. totally. Uh, it, and it doesn't even lean too much on the like, America's great and that's why this cult is great and that's why Christianity is great. It's just like, this guy and his family are all fucked and they've managed to convince a bunch of people to get on board. Okay, right. I, I think I'm also all right with it because the criticisms I've seen are like, it pulls its punches and it holds back on on having a commentary. But at that point, 
you're asking it to be something that it isn't, yeah. which I don't think is a fair criticism. And what it is is great. It's very effective. It's like I said, the atmosphere and the aesthetic is really strong, and it yeah. really has drawn me into I don't the story. Really care that it's not making a comment or if anything. anything it's, it's kind of nice to have some escapist fucking media. Yes, in, exactly. In a world where yeah. you know maybe the stuff about the real world that you're looking at is unpleasant. I, yeah. I'm absolutely on especially that page. when the game is all about fucking shooting your guns at people. Yeah. Yeah. It would be very fucking rich of this game of all games to be like fuck the whoever yeah absolutely you it know. can't do that i don't think it can or should do that it shouldn't be a commentary on gun violence or religion or politics yeah. it's probably not going to handle that well yeah if it says fuck trump shoot this person then that game is a mess it's a, it's a it's hypocritical yeah. like it can't, yeah. you can't do that so what it does is just completely avoid any political commentary at all and i really like that about yeah. it yeah i yeah i agree yeah, I mean, it's not... I, I don't know who the people that are expecting it... Like, it's not Colbert. Like, yeah. why is there suddenly this obligation for it to... Well, that's what... I think people feel that there is an obligation because it's set in rural America. Well, and it maybe it's In marketing. this current climate. But, but also, you've got to look at it as, like, it's, you know... Games stick around for you know what I mean. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? Like you can't Absolutely. make this thing that is just tethered to 2018 forever because people are going to play it in you know maybe four years down the line when you know who knows things might be completely different. If like, you go and sure. watch not the nine o'clock news these days, some sketches are like, yeah, that's funny, man. That is a good classic sketch. And then the next sketch is like, Thatcher's sucks. <laughs> like, oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe she did. I don't know. Yeah, but I I, I really like it. It, it, yeah, like I said, it's it's a lot of parallels to Bioshock Infinite. She did, by the way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she did. She was she was no good. She yeah, she has not aged well in terms <laughs> of her reputation. But it the I like what it does in a narrative sense because it it's yeah, it's like what I said. It it's the combination of religion, the worst aspects of religion, or the or the aspects of religion that can be manipulated, or if mm-hmm. yeah, human behavior and 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 grouping. It, well, exactly. It's 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 abusing uh, a a community and a community feel for selfish gain. And that's totally what this game is. It's what the story is about. Mm -hmm. And it does it well. I actually, I like the voice acting a lot. The main antagonist, I think, is quite... Like, he actually is charismatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, something about him that's... It fucking works. And, yeah, you're just kind of like the blank slate rookie... Deputy Sheriff going in there and trying to take the guy care of who's communicating with you through it is really good as well. Totally, the interface of it's really good. I just noticed it as I was playing. Like, there's a lot going on on the screen in terms of like what it's telling you, but yeah. it's kind of all very small and kind of like pushed out of the. Sometimes these games, the screen that you're looking at is like there's so much crap on there. Yeah, or is this just r- very effective and minimal? Maybe all these games have done that, but I, I've been impressed by. Well, it is that, especially these games where you start off early and you're you're first let loose in the world and you're just constantly getting notifications because yeah. everything you're walking past right. it has to tell you hey if you want you can hunt deer and get money for it yeah you can do this in a car it's like just yeah. bombarding you with like xenoblade chronicles 2 had a lot of that yes uh, what did yeah. sorry xenoblade chronicles uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah totally and that tr- made me stop playing that game after two hours because yeah. it was just a lot to take in it, it was just like keeps oh, going. all right i'll come back to this then remembered how much shit i'd learned in quotes in that first bit and went yeah. oh i've forgotten it so see you later yeah. yeah so it does that pretty pretty elegantly also what i fucking love is that you can go into the options go to inf- interface you can turn literally everything off wow yeah. 
but you can also turn things back on one by one. Yeah. So what I turned everything off, and as I was playing the game, I was like, oh, wait, I actually need I'd the, like to this, the button yeah. notification to you know interact with stuff. I yep. need the crosshair. I need the compass. And that's about it. Otherwise, you basically go into the map. You go, oh, yeah, cool. I'm going to go here. Set your waypoint, and then off you go. And I, there's there's basically no HUD that's intrusive at all. I assume this is a, a mainstay of the series, but this has been slightly pissing me off that any action button, like you have to hold it down. Like you, you yes. have the timer yeah. thing. That which came in about five years ago, it's, and it's, it's in every it's fucking just game the, now. It's in Destiny. It's in every yeah. fucking game. It's Destiny, so annoying, especially when it's just like picking up and I like, oh, whoops! I'd hate to accidentally Halo pick up some ammo. Right. Like, yeah. Wh- like, yeah. I it's understand- so you can have the button, yeah, be two things, but it's yeah. Does it stop re- you accidentally doing something that you didn't want to do? Is it reload and action still in this one? Like, it's yes. the yeah, so same button. Yeah, you tap it to reload and you hold it to do whatever action. Yeah, yeah. sure. But once, it, yeah, it, it is annoying. There's certain I, I things yeah. where it, um, it's just that it and it's. Literally half a second or whatever it is, but it is annoying. I it find just, that annoying. It, yeah. it, but it feels like it. Yeah, it just feels sluggish. Like it's especially yeah. when you're like you've cleared out a room and you're just going around looting and getting all the stuff that you can get. It's yeah, like totally. I just like that feeling in those games when it's just a tap of just going in and like boom, 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 boom. Like I'm really quickly getting all this stuff. Yeah, getting out before more people come and find me. The fact that it has to take that little bit of time, you you kind of lose that sensation, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah. I, I think the comparison you made earlier to a Grand Theft Auto game in general, is mm. re- it's spot on. Yeah. It's like the whole, this whole game is set in like the mountainous region of GTA 5. Yeah. And then times that like actual physical size by about seven. Like yeah. it's, it's a really big map and it's not big in a daunting way. It's just like, I'm loving exploring this and yeah. I'm only in one region. Sick. You basically... Go into a region, one of the siblings is in charge, and as you progress through various story missions and stuff like that, you trigger these cutscenes and set pieces. And so it's not like you literally like driving to one place and going like, all right, here's mission number three. It's like you do a bunch of general missions and then, yeah, the story kind of kicks in and right. drags you into it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm I like... I a bit of that happened in four, possibly, a couple of times. So, yeah, sort of, yeah. yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm still quite early on and I'm loving it. And yeah. we haven't spoken about Arcade yet, which maybe we should touch on next week. Well, because I'm going to give this a, a, a run by next week and the Arcade mode seems fucking great as well. Mario Maker, but Far Cry. Exactly. Yeah. Is and, and better. And <laughs> done better. Yeah. 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 So, because we have to wrap up now. Yeah, we'll be talking about this for a couple of weeks and yeah, we'll, we'll all have time to have dipped in on the... I haven't touched the Arcade mode yet, so we'll play a bit of that and be able to come back and give some more thoughts on it. Totally. Some time to go for Sea of Thieves as well. So yeah. next, next week should be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, yeah. If you're on the Facebook and everything, let us know if you've been playing this, what you're thinking of it. Totally. Uh, yeah. Um, I'd, I'd throw, throw some of your favorite arcade maps at me because yeah. I'm, I'm getting into them. Oh, great. They're really fun. Yeah. And so uh, I get, yeah, no, we'll talk about that that next week completely, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Uh, filthycasuals.com.au for links to our socials our Patreon if you want to support the show our premium episodes that are up on Bandcamp uh, yes come check us out at the Comedy Festival oh, yeah. uh, I'd love to see you guys there thanks very much for listening and as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals <laughs> it's still loading he's holding his phone up to the microphone All the dogs have gone to sleep now. <laughs> yeah, my tail's wagging. <laughs> dogs definitely have enough patience to have waited for that ride. <laughs>
This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.